Welcome to Emerge City Now podcast. It's our mission at East City to see lives changed one person, one block, and one city at a time. We pray this podcast impacts your life so that you can emerge to who God has created you to be. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord, everybody. We give God praise. I feel like I'm in church right now. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. It is one year. It is one year. Oh my gosh. I'm trying not to get emotional. One year immersity has made it. And I thank God for everyone that has joined us for this illustrious celebration. We thank God uh, for uh, our uh, our leader, our covering apostle, Apostle Fran Stubbs, one for the opportunity to be streaming live on the Oasis Television Network. Listen, we thank God for her. We thank God for this ability to be on Roku and Fire TV tonight, uh, coming into the homes of the people uh, to strengthen them and to encourage them. And I thank God for every leader that is watching tonight. All our open family, I see you. I thank God. Can you let us know where you're tuning in from real quick? I see we got a couple of viewers. Uh, can you let us know real quick where you're tuning in from. Uh, start a watch party right there on your Facebook, on, share it on, click the button, share on your YouTube and present it to somebody. Amen. Send it. But we thank God. Again. Yes, OT, and we thank God for God, them tonight. Uh, for those that are watching, we thank God for you. And we thank God for you for your illustrious giving that you've given already. And we just going to get into the word. Do you mind if we get into the word? Let us uh, jump into this uh for this word tonight but and let's with a word of prayer father we do thank you we glorify you for your infallible word we thank you for the word that will transform lives renew hearts restore oh god what was taken away by the enemy but god will be given back to our hands on tonight god we give you the glory honor and praise in jesus name Amen. Tonight, tonight, come on, we see Philly. Come on, Philly. Come on, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the room. I see North Carolina. You are here too tonight. Amen. We thank God for everyone. So tonight, uh, this is a message that I will tell you you want your notebook and a pen, and please get your Bible, all right? So listen, tag a friend and tell them you want to tune in right now, because tonight's message is revival, revolution, and reformation. I know that is not one of those catchphrases of a title, but tonight I want you to have your mind and your heart open tonight for what is going to be spoken. And so understanding the time that we have been in as a church and as a body of Christ, um, I had to process this message um, because many times in preparing the message, um, you deal with a focal point and um, we thank uh, God for that. And so what I wasn't really clear on what God was trying to say to me, um, but throughout my day, I begin to become confronted with the challenge. And the challenge is tonight about this clearance to be launched. What does that really mean? So I deal with this message tonight, the Lord began to really deal with myself in a place of dealing with the religious barriers and biases that we have had as believers. And we can be very honest, if we're not in the hottest group, if we're not in the hottest uh, fad, we do not sometimes get the recognition that we deserve. Praise God. So, and that what we must come to understand is that 2020, I'm dealing with the path to get to the future. So bear with me to understand the note that 2020 was a prophetic move of God. I know for many of us, we do not understand that, but to understand the astral, I mean by a prophetic move of God, it was the place in which God 
expose his will for the for the for the essence of the future. And so what God really brought us in tonight is going to start with Joshua chapter number one. Let's go to the book of Joshua chapter number one. No, many of us have heard this scripture, but let us look at it today. And I'm going to be talking about it from the ESV. So Joshua chapter number one um, in the ESV and it reads here as such. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, my servant Moses is now dead. Now, therefore, rise over this Jordan, you and all this people, and to the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I will give to you. Just as I promised Moses, verse four in the ESV, it says, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great uh, river of the Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea towards going down of the sun shall be your territory. Can you just write in the comments the word territory? All right. And so no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses. So shall I be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. And I know for many of you, so I say, well, how in the world do we get revival, revolution, and reformation out of this? Well, let me give you this understanding. In dissecting the conference tonight um, and preparing this, I want you to understand the foundation of this thing uh, through this scripture. Here the word clear to launch is a statement of authority. Well, you must understand clear to. The word to is now an action word. It brings us into a place of emotion. So it's clear to launch in a statement of authority because one, we must understand in order to launch, there must be a proper clearance. And again, thank God for everyone that's watching tonight. And so it says here Joshua is given a clearance, watch this, to now move in the succession of his leader that has now died. What you must understand here is that Moses um, is now at was the former leader of Israel, but now at this point in time, he's now coming to a place where there was a transfer of mantles. And so because Moses was disobedient, you do not know, read the book of Deuteronomy, Moses is told he cannot enter the promised land because God gave him an instruction with the people of Israel while they were Moving into the promise, he says one time to uh, strike the rock and water shall come. Then the next time tells them to speak it. But I'm going to deal with that. But when you understand that Moses the second time was told to now speak to the rock and it said he struck the rock and that was a sign of his disobedience. So um, his inability to stay submitted put a, a momentum of having to guess what, now transfer something uh, of what he was now leading. And so what I must understand is that now Joshua's in a place he's now put by God to succeed someone that he's now served. My first point I want you to understand is how many of us want access from God? How many of us want God to launch us in the season? How many of us want territory? Well, the first thing that you got to understand is submission brings access. I want to say that again. Submission brings access. Some of us are trying to say, well, I want to get to my next season. I want to get to territory. I want to be able to possess the land. I want to be able to go into. But in order to get access, there must be a submission because submitting to a process builds a credibility, builds a capability, builds a durability for the territory you're trying to possess. If, um, if Joshua would have gotten uh, this territory before this moment and not got the wisdom that later on you will find in scripture that was stated to him that when Moses transitioned and was told by the Lord that you now have to place this level of leadership, the wisdom of God came over Moses and touched 
Joshua. I hope somebody here is because now this second point here is for us that really want to understand this. Help us, Jesus, is that God is bestowing new mantles. And what do I mean by bestowing new mantles? There is a there is an assignment. So for many of us, we are Joshua. Some of us that have served secondary leadership, we have served committed. There is a mantle on our life, especially to those that are gifted. I'm going to be really talking to you tonight because I want you to understand the season that you're in. So if, if you don't, if you can't understand by you being gifted, just listen, you're going to get it. So here now, Moses is now transferring the mantle to Joshua. Now, Joshua is told by the Lord that you got to be strong and courageous because I'm now giving you the same assignment I just gave your leader. What we must understand is the assignment that you was once under is now because about to become the pressure of what you have to be responsible for. I will say that again. What you must understand here in this season is there was one season in which you were under this assignment, you were under this leadership, you were under this training, and now God is about to put you in a position where you are now responsible to lead. Joshua is here now dealing with us about following and leadership. We must understand that duty calls. Here, we must understand when we clear the launch, we must understand that uh, that terminology means that you are going into a destination. Clear the launch means that you have to go forward into something. You've been given that access and authority. But what you must understand before you are given clearance, you have to go through investigation. I would say that again before when you study, I studied NASA and preparing for this. And when God gave us a thing, because I said, God, why do you get clearance to launch? I, I really need some understanding. What you must understand before NASA sends anyone into another atmosphere, they go through a vent process. They go through a process of investigation. And this investigation puts them in a place where they go through a series of test examinations and they go through now the process of understanding where they are going. For some of you, God is saying that I'm trying to put you in a place to launch you into your next season, but you got to let me investigate. Because what I'm trying to give you into your hand is a promise. But the only way to get to a promise is you first got to be submitted. And so now here God's dealing with me about this. And I had to look a little deeper about this transition, as I told you, about what we came out of in 2020 and moving into 2021. And that was simply this, that we saw many fathers and mothers transition through this year. We've seen many influential leaders transition in 2020 due to COVID and many other um, things. But I was saying, God, why is this happening? And what God had to show me is this, that when you look deeper into, we just focus on why this, the aspect of Moses not going into the promise as I just taught because he disobeyed. Watch this. So when God said, I need you to look a little deeper, I was like, okay, God, what do you must what you want me to understand is that Moses actually had to transfer the mantle because he fulfilled the assignment. And he got frustrated because guess what? Joshua did not want to leave. Joseph did not want to leave because he got comfortable and just being under the under uh, what he was um, just being under Moses, but not understanding that his mantle was to bring salvation. What you must understand is this dynamic is that Moses name means what it means to pull out and to draw out. Joshua names means the Yahweh is salvation. And so what I want you to understand is that God was saying to us the reason that uh, uh 
you got to go through this transition or that Moses had to give the mantle to Joshua is because he fulfilled the task. He brought the people out of Egypt. Some of us keep wanting to stay in places where we had graves and we had different places. And we're trying to pull people out, but we don't enter the place of salvation. And what I mean by salvation, I had to look deeper into the world, but I said, God, what are you trying to say? Because all of us, and we really say, well, I'm saved. I got salvation. And what God had to bring me is to the word of what salvation means. Salvation is the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. And so what God was saying to me is that when you understand that Moses fulfilled his assignment, you must understand you cannot, watch this, you cannot go beyond what you've been given. So Moses could not enter just to the promise, not only because he disobeyed, but because he fulfilled what his name was. And what do you mean here? I really want you to understand is, have you been living up to your name? Mm. What you must understand is here that when you live fully out to who you are, because you must understand if Moses fully disobeyed God, then why in the world when God talks to Joshua, he says to him this. He says, after that the Moses servant of the Lord, because he did not lose the promise. What he did was fulfill the promise so that now Joshua can now walk into his full assignment. What God is saying to some of you, some of you have become content in the place of just now not being noticed or, or not being responsible because what God is trying to call you into requires pressure. What God has called you into requires inconvenience. What God has called you to now requires you to now be more aware of your actions, more aware of your behavior because I've been good not being responsible. And so what God had to do with me is do you even know what your name means? Many of us don't know what to fulfill because we don't know what's inside of us. We don't know what's inside of us because we've been listening to the wrong voice. What you must understand, in order for Joshua to fulfill, he had to follow the instructions of his predecessor. He had to follow the instructions of Moses. So I want to ask you this question as I continue through this. Do you know what you're carrying? And so now here, looking back at verse two, verse two, he says, as Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. And when God told me, he said, this is his claim on. He said, arise, go over this Jordan. Remember, I talked about to launch means to go into a territory. So God says, he says, now, therefore, go over this Jordan and you and all these people into the land I'm giving you. What some of us don't like in a season is I'm more responsible than just to myself. I have a responsibility responsibility of those that are around me. And so what God was doing, he says that now therefore go over this Jordan. The Jordan symbolizes faith. The Jordan symbolizes faith. The Jordan is the river in which they cross and go into the promised land. But the Jordan for us tonight symbolizes faith. Can you just write that word faith? It symbolizes faith. And what it symbolizes is us having to leave. Watch this. The supernatural of our previous season. What God is now calling the people of Israel in this text. He was calling to another level of faith. Because what you must understand prior to this time, the people of Israel saw the hand of God. They have saw the season. Because one of the things is that when you look at really what Jordan means, if you look at what Jordan means, uh, it really means the city of the moon. Okay, it means the city of the moon. 
And so I had looked at that. And one of the things you got to understand about the moon is that the moon is a measure of the signs of God. And so what God really wanted us to really understand about this season in our life is that I'm calling you to a new measure of faith. I'm calling you into a measure of where you do not keep focusing on what I've done before. Because now you've become conditioned just to the prior and you're not looking forward to the future. This is what kept changing the of the people of Israel because they never stay focused on the future because they never stay obedient to instructions. Many things you understand about Israel is Israel through the whole time even seeing the supernatural deity of God being exemplified cloud, pillar by cloud, um, cloud by day and pillar fire by night and seeing manna from heaven. They still, they still were at a place where their faith was tested. So this is the re a revival that God is talking to us about. And what you must understand is that revival means to bring back to life. Revival means bring back to life or restore to consciousness. What you must understand is, let's look at real quick Deuteronomy chapter number 32. Deuteronomy 32. We're going to read a couple of scriptures tonight, and I hope that this is blessing you. Deuteronomy chapter 32. And I want you to go to the 48th verse. Because some of us need to understand, why can I not launch into the future? Well, I want to help you here. Verse 48, and it reads here. And I'm reading again the message, I mean the ESV version. So here it says now, Deuteronomy 32 in the ESV, and it says here. Verse 48. The very day the Lord spoke to Moses, go to the mountain of Abram and Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, opposite of Jericho, and view the land of Canaan. That is the promise. So again, this is where they're trying to go. This is what they're trying to launch into. Watch this which I'm giving to the people of Israel for a possession. Remember, I told you that God's called us to possess it. He's calling us to now obtain it. Watch this. Verse 50. And die on the mountain which you go up and be gathered to your people as uh, Aaron, your brother, died in Mount Hor and, and gathered to his people because you broke faith with me. I'm going to read verse 51 one more time. And it says, because you broke faith with me. In the midst of the people of Israel at the waters of Meribeth, Kadesh, and the wilderness of Zin. And because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel. Some of us, can we be honest tonight, have broke faith. We don't got little faith. We got broke faith. And God said, in order for me to clearly launch you into the future, I got to restore your faith. He tells Moses, you struck the rock because you broke your faith, because you listened on a different frequency. You listened on a frequency that I was not on. You listened at a place you knew who I was, but because you got distracted, because you got complacent, you had broken your faith and your faith locked about your problem. Tonight, God is saying, I'm trying to restore your faith. This is what God is asking him. But as Joshua's name means, the Lord is my salvation. As I said, salvation means preservation. God is trying to preserve the, the, the faith that you got left. God is trying to preserve. This is why God is telling you to come around some strong people. Come around some people that's going to hold you accountable. Because in this season, you cannot let your mantle die. You can't let it die. Because in order for Israel to launch into the fullness, to launch into the future, they had to remove Moses. Moses had to be removed because he exemplified the past with no focus for the future.
God allowed him to see. But they said, I want to let you know that what I said still stands. But because you got broke faith, I'm going to let you see it, but you can't experience it. How many of us do not want to go through this Moses experience of being able to see it, but cannot experience it? Because our faith is broken. Well, what may have broken your faith? We're going to get to that in a few seconds. So God is bringing Joshua and Israel to a point of revival, a point and where God is trying to get them a clearer head. He's trying to get them focused. So now when you begin to look at Joshua in, in that first verse and verse number three, you begin to now see he tells them, I'm giving you territory. He says, every place that your sole of your feet will try to put, I'm giving to you. Just as I promised Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon. God is trying to tell some of you, some of the places that you try to discount, some of the places that you said was not God, some of the places that you said, God, how are you working? Your wildernesses was the place of metrics. God is giving you even your wildernesses, even your wilderness, bringing it back to your place of territory. So for some of us, what we got to understand is this. We have to understand is that God is saying, you got to be careful in this season where you bring your presence. Or we're going to talk about presence. Because one of the things that he had to bring Israel back into knowing is the presence of him. Because what they understood is they keep defining him by a movement and not by who he was. And so what God is asking us in this season is, your atmosphere and your spirit carries an authority. It carries a presence. And whatever your presence has will follow it. And so here we must understand that now God is bringing us into a place. God is bringing us into a moment where we do not have broke faith. And can I tell you why we have broke faith? Let's go back now one more time to the book of Deuteronomy. Because we need to understand this transition between Moses and Joshua. Because we must understand why we get the clearance. We must understand that when we get this clearance, what not to do. So that we will not get this broken faith. So here we go, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse number 14. And it goes here. It says, I'm reading it from the Amplified Version, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 14. And it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, the time for you to die is near, called Joshua. And present yourself at the tent of the meeting, so that I may commission him. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves at the tent meeting. Then the Lord appeared in the tent in the pillar of the cloud, and the pop the and the pillar of the cloud stood beside the doorway of the tent. The Lord said to Moses, Behold, you are about to lie down in death with your fathers. Can I tell you something? What would you do if God told you that you won't be able to experience what he promised you? And that he's literally telling you, you're about to die. How would you even act? How would you? And some of us got to get to a place where we know the voice of God. Well, prophet, how does this deal with clearance to launch? It is because you got to know today when we put our, our, our countdown on. If you heard at the end at the five, it says five, four, three, two, one. Because one of the things in order to properly launch, you got to make sure that your atmosphere is clear. You cannot launch into another atmosphere if the atmosphere you are in is not clear. And what God is telling some of us that are at home right now, we may be sent to the very thing that has contaminated our atmosphere. Don't look at the 
Don't turn to them. Don't talk about it. Listen, listen, because can we be honest? Sometimes we let things in our atmosphere to feel comfortable, to feel relevant, to feel significant, because we don't like being in this world alone. Because when we are alone, it puts us in a place of reflecting. When we are alone, it puts us in a place of processing. But can I tell you something? Do you know that sometimes what God will want you to do is to be alone so that you can hear him. That you can be alone and really know who needs to be around. So you can be alone so you can understand what needs to be done. Because this is the very thing on why Moses had broken faith. Can we read it here? Watch this. Verse number uh, 16 says, the Lord said to Moses, behold, you are about to lie down in death with your fathers and this people will arise. Again, here we hear the word arise. Who's getting to arise? He's now telling Jeff, watch this, with arise and play the prostitute. Oh God. Commit apostasy with foreign dogs. Can I tell you something? I'm about to comfort some of y'all. I hope that you're ready. You can't pray and believe in Satan. I'm sorry. You can't in this season try to believe and make these supernatural things. Bring back the power of God. I'm sorry you cannot do these things. What you gotta do is get the Holy Ghost. We need some people that's willing to get like and pull on God because we keep putting our faith in things because we don't want to wait. He tells them they play prostitute with foreign gods of the people of the land. We follow this supernatural thing. We follow the things of spirituality. We don't the same with believers no more. I'm spiritual. No, 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 no. I got Jesus. I got the Holy Ghost because it's the Holy Ghost that's gonna keep. Because can I tell you something? It ain't saved that's gonna get me. It ain't gonna. It ain't, ain't gonna clear my atmosphere. Because can I tell you what clears your atmosphere? The Holy Spirit, because it makes intercession for you. Crystals ain't going to do it. But you got to get to the point where we are now sensitive to the presence of God. Because this is one of the things that as Joshua comes into the place of now moving to the future, that God tells him it's about the glory of God. I'm going to get to that for a second. Just stay with me. He said, they will ban it, turn away from me, break my covenant. Break my covenant, then my anger will be kindled and burn against them, and that day I will ban it. So what God is now telling them, what God is now dealing with is y'all have seen my hand. Can I tell some of y'all? Some of y'all see that God has provided, God has made a way. He's been Jehovah Jireh, he's been Jehovah Shalom, he's been all these things. But you keep going to psyches, you keep getting crystals. You keep getting saved, and I'm trying to understand how are you trying to get to a future where something that doesn't have the dynamics, doesn't have the strength, doesn't have the capacity. How? How's way? How? It is because I want to be have the faith in something that I can see. Because, can I be honest? The reason why I could not launch into the future. Because I had broken faith. I had broken faith. Can we be honest tonight? How many of us? How many of us can be honest? God, fix my faith. Fix my faith right now, God. Fix any way that is broken, oh God. Fix any way where my confession has not matched up to your deity. Fix my confession to anything that you've told me. And I thought otherwise. God, fix it. That it, Whether it's been from the things that I've been around or even from my mediocre thinking. God, whatever it is, God, bring me back to the place where my faith 
It's me. Oh, I wish I had somebody to understand that would get to a place where we don't want to face the hand of God to turn away from us. If you leave longer into the tent, God begins to tell him now, not only will I turn you over to your foreign gods, but I will turn my face from you. God, please, can you get to a place? God, please don't turn your face from me. I need your clearance, God, because I can't launch into the future without your authorization. Help me, somebody. Help me, somebody. Hey, my soul. Because now what we got to deal with is the reason why we cannot get a clearance Lord, it's because of this. Simply in here is now we're talking about the clearance to the laws. Now, this is where the focal point of my message comes from. You cannot get clearance because your atmosphere has war in it. And what is the war? The war is my inner man. The war is the demons I'm dealing with. The war is the spirits I'm dealing with. The war is the thing that's taking my mind that's getting me out of the place of where I can hear God. Because I placed down my mantle for something convenient. I placed down my mantle for something that was literally, literally against me. I put my mantle and I put my faith down. I put it down. And Moses put it down. Knowing God crossed him over the Red Sea, brought him out of Egypt. And the very thing that brought him out, he allowed the people to make him miss and break his faith. Oh, God. If that's you, who broke your faith? Who broke your faith? Who broke your faith? Can some of you need to break the soul tie to the person that disappointed you? Oh God, hey, because what we must understand is we may have feel mentally, we may feel physically free, but we emotionally bound up. We're mentally bound up. We're spiritually bound, and the reason why is because though they're not in our presence, they still got our language possessed. Oh God, though I may be dead, though they may not be around me, though some of them may even be dead, they still have my language. They still have my tongue. They still have my mind. It's because I turned away from the face of God. I turned away from his glory. I turned away from the very thing that's kept me, that's brought me out of Egypt, that's brought me out of my wilderness because it was so convenient. To look to something that I can control and have faith. God help me. Help me, Lord, with my broken. Lord, help me. Help me, Jesus, that I may understand why I've broken my faith with you. Why I've broken my covenant with you. Help me, Lord. Oh God, help me, Jesus. Can we help me? Help me, help me, help me, Jesus. Help me, God. Help me with broken faith, God. Help me, oh God. Help me that I still let my mom and my daddy hold me tighter because they didn't love me, God. That I hold me into a place of bondage where I won't let you touch me, God. I won't let you touch my mind because I'm scared that you're going to abandon me. But God, you brought me out of darkness before, but I still doubt your hand. Oh God. Oh God, can we be honest? But help me, help me to understand that no longer will I wait for dead, for a dead voice. Mm. What do you mean, Prophet Felton? Moses is told you're going to lay with dead things. He's told you're going to lay with your dead fathers. What he's telling him is that you're going to lay in a place that cannot see the fulfillment of a promise. 
And I got to tell you is that your mama, natural mama, your natural daddy has no gun hole authority off of the promise of God. Because can I tell you something? There's a voice that's above your mama. There's a voice that's above your daddy. There's a voice that's above your grandfather. There's a voice that's above your teachers. There's a voice and his name is Jesus. But can we get to a place where you can hear what he's saying? Real quick. Give me a few more minutes and I'm almost through. I'm almost through. Please go with me to Joshua chapter three. Go with me to Joshua chapter three. We're going to go back now. We dealt with the past on why we couldn't get the clearance. Can I tell you how we get there? Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you for sticking with us tonight. We thank God for you tonight sticking with us. Hey, let's go to Joshua chapter three, verse number one. We thank God for our apostle who's made it to New York City. God Almighty. Thank the Lord for what he's doing here. Now we're going to deal with Joshua chapter number three. And here I want you to hear how. We possess the future. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope you understand. I hope you're ready. So Joshua got up early in the morning. This is the amplified version. Joshua 3 and 1. Joshua got up early in the morning. Then he had all the children of Israel set out for Shittim and come to the Jordan. And they spent the night there before they crossed the river. Now we're dealing with the crossing. Now we're dealing with the clearance. And it happened at the mo at the end of three days that the officers went through the camp. Can I tell you something? How hell we get clearance? Who's rather before we understand what where we're going? Can we? Can I tell you who's being cleared? So now I, you've heard revival, revolution, and reformation. What you must understand that revolution is a revolting against systems. So that when we talked about uh, 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 that aspect of losing focus. That is that revolution. God is bringing us into a revolution against the things that we put our faith in that literally has keep breaking us. Now we're coming to space of reformation. Now here we have to deal with, now he says this, and before they cross the river. Now, who is getting ready to cross the river? We got three people. Three people. You ready for three people? The guardians, the governors, and the gatekeepers. The guardians, Governors and the gatekeepers. Stick with me, I'm going to give you something. Because some of us that are sitting at home know we have a call, but because it's not conveniently explained to us, because it's not something that we can control, we sit and walk in the mediocrity of it. Some of us are called to be intercessors, but we don't want to sacrifice. Do you read the verse first of what it said in verse number one? It says, just got up early in the morning. Some of you, the Lord has been trying to get you into a place of deeper prayer. But because prayer is not at a convenient time, you keep your post on. Get early. That's the guardian. Guardians, I have to tell you, this is not a time to sleep. Intercessors. This is not a time to sleep because we have a war going on. And the war is something trying to contaminate the glory. Something trying to contaminate the supernatural move of God that's coming to us in 2021. But some of us have not been in atmosphere to be trained and developed to be proper guardians. We think because we have a gift that means that validates our operation. Can I tell you something? You cannot operate without clearance. Someone has to clear you. 
God tells Moses, I in front of you am going to anoint and I'm going to lay my hand on Joshua. Because even though you are telling him he's the successor, I need him to understand that though your hand laid upon him, he's my servant, not yours. Mm. And this is where this idolatry, even what we have seen in the church, where we've idolized leaders more than we, than when we give reverence to God. And the reason why is because we are looking for opportunity rather than potency. Woo, Jesus. We're looking for opportunity. Then we are looking for potency. Can, can, I, can I help you? Can I help you? Because you cannot go into this next season without a voice authorizing it. Some of you have to know the power of a voice. Because some of you are living under a curse of a dead voice. Help us, Jesus. And what I mean by a dead voice, I do not mean like a person. A voice that's dead that has no relevance or no relevance to your future. Because you want the convenience of being popular. I don't want no one to challenge me. I don't want no one to convict me. I don't want no one to hold me accountable. I like the way that I live. I don't like, can I tell you why a lot of people don't walk in their calling, why a lot of people are not launching? It's because I don't want to deal with warfare. Can I tell you something? When you got saved, you signed up for warfare. Someone help us tonight. When you got saved, you signed up for warfare. So regardless of what you do, there's a hit on you. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep sleeping or are you going to wake up? Because can I tell you something? When it's time to launch, there's no stopping it. Let's read. Just about early in the morning, then he set all the children, set it out. Actually, verse 2. And it happened at the end of the three days that the officers went through the camp. So now we got to have the investigation. Can I ask you something? A church without prophets is a dead church. Oh, yes, I said it. And yes, I'm booking it. Because you must understand the priests hold the order of God, but the prophets keep the culture, keep the heartbeat of God. So what you have, and you need a priest and you need a prophet. Can I ask you? Because not every priest is a prophet. Not every priest is a prophet. But you got to understand, if you look in the Old Testament, there was not one king that served the people of Israel, served in the Bible, that did not have a prophet assigned to them. You cannot walk through this season without prophetic direction of the future. Can I tell you something? Your faith has to come to a level where it can be touched by the supernatural. And what I mean by the supernatural, it is touched into a, it's tapped into a place where it's beyond your intellect. Faith is different than intellect. Faith is understanding beyond. It's beyond my intellect. And God is asking for a church that can wake up and see the future. But before we advance into the future, before we cross into the future, can we expect what's in the camp? Because you might bring a dead thing into the future. And a dead thing in the Old Testament is contamination. 
Because can I help you? How do I be properly prepared to walk into the future? It's by living in consecration. Oh, God help us. My mama's on here tonight. So when this word consecration is very pivotal, something I was brought up in, can I tell you something? Consecration is not a day. It's a lifestyle. Consecration is not a day. It's a lifestyle. Because consecration keeps you in a place of understanding the heart of God. And so God is asking us today, can you become consecrated before you want to get elevated? I wish I had some consecrated saints. Some people that want to be consecrated. Help us. Hold on. Verse 3. And they commanded the people, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, God bringing, being by the political priest. Remember I told you, prophets and priests. But now we see the, we see the guardians. We see those that investigate. They survey the land. Now we got some governors. Now, governing, what we govern must understand this administration of military officers. These are defenders. These are people that now walk into the strategy. They are not just men of war, but they now know operation. They understand. Because what you must understand is that after God tells uh, uh, Joshua these instructions, he tells them in verse 4, However, bring the Ark of the Covenant and watch this. You shall set out for where you are to follow it. So this is the thing. Watch that we need prophets and priests. Because this, you must understand, you need to follow the glory, not be ahead of it. And this is why you need to be around those that are consecrated to help you understand how to access the future correctly. See, we don't want this submission. And we've abused spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers terminology up to the wazoo because we keep wanting to get, but we don't want submission. Can I tell you some true sons? Oh, I'm about to get in trouble. Oh, I'm about to get in trouble. Oh, I'm about to get in trouble. Do, do not want position. They just want to serve. Because they understand my serving brings me access. Remember I told you that earlier? Because when succession comes upon the son, he's not looking for it. That's how God knows he's trustworthy. Because his heart is on serving the man too, not taking it. Oh, God. I, don't, I just want to serve it. I don't want to take it because I understand that if I take it before I'm capable, I bring dishonor to what was ahead of me. Mm. And so for some of you, God is also saying, whoever's behind you can't walk into the future until you accept your position. Help us. So God needs people that's going to follow the glory. He tells them that the Ark of the Covenant, the Levitical priests, these are the men of order, will bring, will carry the glory. These are men that are consecrated. They will carry the glory. But even in them carrying it, you must sit at least two, 3,000 feet away from it because the power of it. Let me tell you something. Not everyone can carry glory. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm sorry. Yes, I said it. That's the matter. Everyone cannot carry glory. Because only glory is laid on consecration. So all of us that say we're glory carriers, can I tell you something, you now are putting yourself into a place of warfare. Oops. Oops. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Because what you have to understand is 
God is saying, you want to carry, but do you understand you wrongly carry this, you die in it? Because if anybody touches the glory the wrong way, death instantly hits them. And so what God is saying, humble yourself before what you ask for kills you. <laughs> God, help us today. And now in this season, we can only understand the future by following the sign of God. Because he says this, he says, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God being carried by the Leviticus, then you shall set off for where you and shall follow it. Guess what? The future is watching. Your future is behind the glory. So you got to follow glory to understand future. You don't follow personality. You don't follow gift. You follow glory. I know this is not a popular message. I'm not following your title. I'm following glory. I, I, I got to follow someone that knows that when God is talking and they don't need to talk. I'm following glory because even my leader knows that he submitted to glory or she submitted to glory. That's how we get cleared to launch. What are you following? Personality or glory? This is the reformation God is bringing. That we no longer follow a personality. We'll follow glory. Because following a personality might lead us into a place of never seeing the promise. Because Moses listened to people and had to see a future, but could not experience it. I don't know for some of you tonight, God is asking you, what are you going to follow? What are you going to live up to? Who are you living for? Sonship is a necessity in this season. That the only way to get access is by submitting to the voice. The voice that God has put over your life. The voice that will challenge you for the future. And care nothing about your gift, but they care about your capacity to carry with integrity. Can you carry glory? Do you live a consecrated life? Do you have broken faith? It can be repaired. You just got to say, Lord, forgive me. That we have the ability because of Jesus, not just to see the future, but we can experience it. Jesus dying on the cross and grace being released to us when we repent puts us in a place where we can experience what we should have forfeited. This is no longer acceptable to live in mediocrity, to die with just a gift, to die in a personality, to die because you want to be in a clique, to die because you want people to know your name, to die because you don't want to be uncomfortable, to die. Can I tell you some of the warfare you're going through? It is because you don't want to pursue glory. You're pursuing convenience. Glory requires you to die the right way. <laughs> it requires you to die the right way, to die in him. Scripture lets us know 
to die with me is to rise with me. God tells, tells, watch this, tells Joshua in Joshua 1, arise. Can I tell you why? Because we was under, we're getting ready to dictate his future. So God had to intervene and say, I'm not going to let his decision break your faith. Arise. Today, I'm telling you to arise. Whoever broke your faith, let it go. And let them die with the past. And let God take you across your Jordan so you can see your future. Let God bring the voices in your life so you can hear at the frequency because you cannot launch without a clearance. But we got to allow God to revive us, bring a revolution inside of us, but then reform us so that we can properly be the guardians, the governors, and the gatekeepers. You probably say, well, Prophet Felton, we talked about the guardians and we talked about the governors. Who's the gatekeepers? Joshua was. Because it was his responsibility to be the standard. Some of you, God is saying, be the standard. Not afraid of the future because of the war that it shows you it's going to break. Be done, it's made. Because if God said it, he said it to Joshua, you can possess it. I'm giving you the wilderness of Lebanon, the Euphrates River. He's given him the territory. Because through Joshua's search, you read Joshua all the way to verse chapter 4 and even in 23, you will see all the territories that's given to him. He's given all the territories of his enemy. Guess how he got it? He followed glory. And guess what? He never lost the instructions of his father. He never lost the instructions of Moses. That if you read through all of Joshua's life, they keep saying the law of Moses. Because my father's voice, the right father, will lead you into the future even when they're gone. That's why I said you got to know the right voice. Because even in absence, it still has power. It still has power. So can I ask you, what voice are you following? Listen, tonight, if you were blessed by this word. So tonight, come on, so tonight. Some of us got blessed. So tonight, so these three, I know our prophet Briggs done came on here and, 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 and raised the offering. Can, can you so tonight, help us celebrate this one year anniversary. Come on, come on, help us celebrate this one year. If you got something from this word tonight, help us celebrate this one year anniversary. Come on, listen, if you can give a $20 seed or listen, a $10 seed, listen, so it tonight, one of these three ways, cash out. Or on our online or Venmo. Cash app is dollar sign Emerge City Give. Amen. Our online is emergecitygive.org forward slash give or Venmo Emerge Dash City. If you were blessed tonight, come on, stand with us. If you got a $20 seat, we appreciate it. We thank you for your sacrifice. Amen. We thank God for what the Lord is doing on tonight. Amen. For the launch and the celebration of our one year anniversary. We thank God again to our apostle, apostle friend for giving us the opportunity to be on OTN tonight. Amen. We thank God for what he's doing. And listen, to celebrate. Okay, I, I gave this announcement on Wednesday, but many of us probably was not on. Starting, started this past Wednesday, but every Wednesday at 7.30, guess what you can do? You can now watch Emerge City on TV. 
We are now on the Oasis Television Network every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Uh, 7.30 p.m. That's on Roku and Fire TV. Amen. That is on OTN every week. You can watch this for our midweek count at 7.30 p.m. And so we thank the Lord for what he is doing here at Emerge City. We thank the Lord for his provision. We thank the Lord for everything that he's doing for us. So OTN, we are there every Wednesday. Listen, we are in a great session this month called The Shepherd's Heart. So you can join us every week for The Shepherd's Heart for this month of January. And we're going to be digging in some deep conversation. So listen, I'm so excited for what the Lord is doing. Amen. So again, we thank God for every seed that has been given that sold tonight in faith. Again, those three ways, again, our cash app, our online and a Venmo, either way that you gave, we thank God for your giving tonight. We thank God and may God bless you. But I want to pray with this word that you take it, you take your notes and you read over it so that you can see the future. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you and we glorify you for who you are, for what you're doing. And God, we ask that you will bless every person uh, that's watching tonight that shared this broadcast, that will be impacted by this word. And Father God, we thank you for their lives. We thank you for the segment someone tonight. God, we just thank you that you, oh God, are showing us that we can see the future. We just got to focus on it. We got to focus on the right voice. So God, we give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen. Thank you for listening to the Emerge City Now podcast. If you were blessed by this message today and would like to partner with us by way of giving, you can go to our website at www.emergecity.org and click the Give tab and sow your seed today. We thank you for listening to Emerge City Now. Subscribe and share this message with someone as we take Christ into culture.